0: All right. So I was looking into you and I found this site, Savvy Agent. That is me. I love this. Real estate marketing made easy, authentic, and profitable. What would you say is your main focus when it comes to this? Like, why start this? Where'd that come
1: from? Well, my husband is a graphic designer. And so, um, you know, I guess I felt like I just had some extra time on my hands and I really like helping real estate (laughs) agents. You know, isn't that kind of the entrepreneur spirit? We're all like, oh yeah, I can take on more. And, um, you know, with my coaching skills from my own experience, uh, paired with his graphic design, I mean, we've got, we've got a lot of ability to help real estate agents. And I think, you know, another part of that is I really hate ugly. You know, not that sometimes I don't have ugly marketing and, and I'm not above it necessarily, but if I can avoid it, I absolutely will. And so that, that was the driving force. Let's make real estate a little bit more beautiful.
0: I love that. And you can't do ugly. It's funny. My daughter and I were looking at art this weekend while we we're strolling through Carmel, Carmel by the sea. Yeah. And I go, Ooh, that's kind of ugly. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, I can't do ugly. So don't worry. I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. So you brought I just remember that. All right, Heather, how how did you get started in all this? Because I I, I want to. So this is just for me to understand. Even though we've okay. got a, it's just shy of a hundred people watching. How would you awesome. get started?
1: How did I get started? Like in real estate, or yeah,
0: just in real estate in general.
1: Well, okay. So I told you I lived in Florida. Yeah. I have a I have a tendency to work in dying industries. So I worked at a telecom company. If you remember back in the nineties, did you ever have America online?
0: Yes. I loved America. Yes,
1: America online was the greatest, wasn't it? Now young kids watching those are like, who are these old people talking about America online, but America online was so amazing back in the day. And I worked at a phone company and we had the very first contract to be AOL long distance. So there were like a hundred of us working in an old grocery store that they'd turned into a call center. And it was amazing. Like we're just kind of sitting around one day and then they turned everything on and it would pop up on your screen. So whenever you logged into AOL, it would, you'd have a pop-up and it would say, you know, you've got mail, that whole thing. But then uh, it would say, Hey, would you, Tristan, would you like to Um, only pay nine cents a minute for all of your long distance. And, you know, today that's like a thing where even I forget what long distance is, but it's a big deal. And it was very expensive. And AT&T was the leader at the time charging 25 cents a minute. So it was huge. And then, as you know, long distance is not really a thing. And I, I lived away from home. So I moved back home And I got a job at a newspaper. Come on. So it's 2007, I think that's when it was. And I got a job at the Des Moines Register. I was the recruitment sales manager. And Mm -hmm. then in 2008, I don't know if you remember, but everything kind of went terrible with the economy, with everything. Exactly, yes. So it, it was just the pits. And then I got married to Mr. Wright And we decided, let's buy a house. We're in a recession and we're on furlough from (laughs) our jobs because he worked at the paper too. And we decided to buy a house. And so our realtor, she was so much fun to be around, but she was kind of a disorganized mess. And so I thought, well, imagine, I mean, isn't this everyone's origin story? Imagine if, you know, just a little bit of organization, I could probably do as good, maybe better, who knows, you know? And so that's that's how it started. So I took my real estate classes. I remember going into a real estate office and interviewing. I was really nervous that they wouldn't take me on because I'd be part-time to start and like I heard that they don't like that.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. and uh, I I remember going back to work at the register, having that thought that even though we're in a recession, all of the people I just talked to at the real estate office, they're smiling, they're happy. They have no idea where their next check is coming from.
0: You know, <laughs> According to the
1: news, they're all going broke. But then I go to the register and everyone's pissed off. They're just kicking kicking doors and everything. They just hate being there because it was a really hard time to, to work at a newspaper. And so, um, yeah, I a few months after I got my license, I quit the reg and have been full-time ever since with the bare minimum goal of one closing each month. As long as I get one check a month, I'll be okay.
0: What a good goal, I love that. Easy to remember and and still challenging, I like that. So as you're listening into this, I wanna know what city and state you're from, everyone listening in. And also, do you still have an AOL account? Because I do, so. I do too. I I wanna know if you've got an AOL account. And and with that, Heather- Should we
1: instant message?
0: <laughs> does that still work
1: on AOL? i have no I, idea no, now that so i cool. don't know i've replaced that with slack <laughs> hold
0: on let me see if i can uh, everyone everyone yeah it's on perfect uh there you go no aol todd shame on you go back to AOL. new york no AOL. nobody's got aol there you
1: go yeah there's a few people oh there I you mean, go brandon aol is like the greatest spam account ever right that's where all my spam goes
0: that's so true trisha's got msn i totally forgot about that
1: good one uh all right
0: heather you came in 2008 ish and Uh,
1: 2010
0: oh okay 2010 we're still in the middle of a really hard time yeah Yeah. we're looking at a changing market rapidly changing in some areas more than others what are you doing right now that you see is working for you for your business
1: uh well you know what is not working
0: Oh, that's even better. Shoot me. What isn't working for Pain,
1: you? Pain paying for leads.
0: Ooh. All right. So when it you're thinking Burn some money. Yeah, paying <laughs> for leads, what comes to mind specific there? You looking at realtor.com, Zillow, what what is that in your head?
1: Well, so I do pay for Zillow leads and I've been with Zillow since I started in real estate in 2010 and you know there's just and I'm sure realtor.com has the same problem that Zillow has right now, that no matter how good your zip code used to perform, it's just not good right now because there's there's no inventory. Buyers are frustrated with the market for multiple reasons. So there's just a lot less leads today than there are in a typical market.
0: There are, that's yeah. very true. All right, so that makes a lot of sense. Now, when you're looking at this type of market, Have you jumped in deeper with your past clients and your sphere to get more referrals? How is that working?
1: Yeah. So uh, 75% of our annual business, and we usually do around 60, 65 sales a year, uh, 75% of those come from past clients or referrals from our sphere. So repeat business and referrals is a huge chunk of our business. And I think that's because we just stay in touch with people. But I don't ever call them, Tristan. What? Never, never pick up the phone unless there's a real reason.
0: I know, I know, but I know what you mean. Like you don't pick them up to nur- you don't pick up the phone to nurture them. Of course, no. you pick up the phone to you're like, hey, you want to buy now? You called me out. You reached out to me, right? I understand that part. Right, right, right. I want to know because uh, because I read through what you do and you mentioned that you you have a combination of things that you do to reach them, which is emails, some texts, mm-hmm. social media. Do you have a newsletter too or, or Yes, no?
1: but it's, it's manual. Like I'm looking at my calendar because I should probably do it today. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that, yeah. but you stay consistent. So tell me this combination of, of why you get 75% referrals. That's, you know, that's per- a massive amount of people. That's great.
1: Preparing for this. I'm like, why do I get, what is it? Like, this isn't really, it's not groundbreaking. It's, it's actually, it's very simple, but isn't that, isn't that what makes it savvy? It's simple. It's easy. It's repeatable. Cause I tell you what I won't do anything that's complicated, not happening. So you know, we, we just put our past clients and our sphere on a quarterly list. It's actually a smart list and follow-up boss. So it, it pops up that, Hey, you need to call Tristan because it's been more than 90 days since you last spoke with him. And then I decide if I have a reason to reach out, um, you know, I might be busy. Like for the first six months of this year, we were slamming busy and it was honestly kind of hard to stay in touch, but that's where the backup plan of the newsletter comes into place because even if I don't reach out to you, then my newsletter is going to hit you, and then there's always the monthly home value that's going to get you every what, month.
0: Who do you use for the monthly home value?
1: Well, I could use Homebot, but I actually use KV Core, so okay, it's, KV it's not Core as amazing as Homebot.
0: That's okay. The The point is that you've done it, right? You, yeah. you, for you, you've simplified it for you. And Peggy says, I love her. So oh, yeah, I we love, love you her too. Peggy. too. <laughs> uh, what about for the newsletter? What are you using for that?
1: Well, I used to use MailChimp for the newsletter. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was, why did I use MailChimp? It was cheaper than ActiveCampaign, I think is why I used MailChimp. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. got, I think I have a list that's seven or 8,000 now. So I'm, I'm well beyond the oh, paid account. Wow. So I was actually paying yeah. like 70 or $75 a month, which is hilarious. Cause I can blow money just as fast as anybody else in this call. Right. But that's $75 to MailChimp, man, that would make me mad every single month. I'm like, I got to get rid of them for one email <laughs> so it just funny. made no sense. Mm-hmm. So now actually I use follow-up boss. The design isn't as pretty, but I really like, I, what I like about it is I don't need to deal with an integration that mostly works, you know, because with you, if you integrate with MailChimp, you only get to email the top email on the list. Like the relationship emails don't go into that, that list. So instead of all that extra work that I'm not going to do. I just let's get rid of it. We'll put it in follow-up boss, send it to all of the emails. And now, since I have a couple of agents on my team, I can actually use the um there's like a a, a checkbox you can click to say send from like the account owner. So the newsletter is written by me, but it comes from Anna or it comes from Moco. And so it, it helps them with their sphere instead of people saying, Who's this Heather chick? You know, when they don't know me.
0: Okay. I, I like this. I like, I'm going to dig in a little deeper on that because I think newsletters are underused I agree. and and I think, that, I think they're powerful. So mm-hmm. what is it that you typically include in the newsletter? Is it, is it split up into three or four sections and what, what does that look like inside?
1: Yeah. So it is split up in multiple sections. Um, I could probably pull one up if you wanted to see an example. Oh, and yeah, I think you we all do. I'm thinking about actually changing that a little bit because I often wonder if there's too many links.
0: There, got it. We can see it.
1: Okay. So this is an email that I sent in September. Uh, Wow. I've opened it 20 times way to go. So I really love (laughs) how it says the number of opens and the clicks. And in this one I had done. Uh, a market update video in August. So, you know, you, you can't really do the August update until September. And so I included that information here at the top of the list. And then, uh, when I used MailChimp for these new listings, price reduced, whatever I had really cute little tiles. So it would, it would be like a four square thing where they'd be side by side and two columns stacked on top of each other, but you can't do that mm-hmm. in follow-up mm-hmm. boss. So, uh, you know, but the thing of it is, even though it's ugly. Oh, didn't I say I told you ugly? Oh my God. And my newsletter is so ugly now. <laughs> it's
0: not, it's not that ugly because I'll tell you something, Heather, as a, as a digital marketer, your email is being delivered at a higher rate to more inboxes because mm-hmm. it doesn't have a graphic overload. And that's important. Look at all the text, everyone, this is important. The text on here is simple and to the point
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Heather it's on your theme. You do simple. You do, do simple.
1: simple. Yes. And sometimes okay. simple Trump's beautiful.
0: There you go. And yeah. this is not ugly. This is it's streamlined.
1: Yeah. So it's an, it's a lot though. So, um, I, I will also sometimes send batch emails. So like, I guess here's October's October had, Oh, in October, I just did the one video and then they could click on the blog and then the blog had all of that information on it.
0: All right, so you use this to bring them back to you some more.
1: Yes, because I love the pixel. Um, Here's a batch email I sent, uh, oh, -hmm. just last week I sent an email. So technically I don't even have to do a newsletter today.
0: See, we're good. You did this for a reason. Now we we let right,
1: right. Keeping me, keeping myself accountable. Yeah. So I uh, this was a batch email, and you know, it just it. uh, This one takes them to YouTube. It didn't. I didn't send it to um, my blog because if you if you write an email, um, you can insert the little. You can just put in your little YouTube link right there, and that's how you get it to show up in this nice little format. But if it's A video hosted on youtube but embedded on your blog it doesn't look right if you were to do that so um Mm. and then you know it shows this pixel activity over here to show everything that i've been doing looking at on my website so then i can make a smart list of that of all of the people who I i could look at opened up an email i could look at people who have had recent activity on my website and then then I have a reason to call or I have a reason to touch base. I can say Tristan, hey, I saw you open my email 20 times, dude. What's up?
0: <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. All right. So I click on this, you you get the notification. But mm-hmm. when I click on the video, what type of video are you doing here? How because we, we haven't even touched on social. Now I'm excited. What what happens?
1: Even if you have been living under a rock. Yep. Then it's just this. Heather on video where her hair matches her Oak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Heather. All right. Yeah. What, this is a whole different world. Then how do you edit this? Do you upload it? What, what does this look like?
1: You know, I, my goal with the videos, um, was to do one video a week. I will actually do one video every other week. So I'm pretty good about doing two videos a month. Um, You know, more than that. And I'm just, I'm over it. Can't do it. So uh, I used to edit them myself. They're talking head videos. We don't really get into stock anything. And um, now I have a VA who lives in the Philippines who does the editing for me. So, you know, when she gets to do fancy things like, you know, putting this on the screen, she's excited because she doesn't really like, you know, easy, simple editing. She wants to make it complicated and overly beautiful. (laughs) I
0: like that. So is she also in charge of making sure that the description is right? The hashtags and the chapters or any of that or not?
1: No, I do. I do the description. Oh, wow. She does the video editing. So I do the description, uh, the hashtags you know, I'm not really that into hashtags. So I do some, like when you're, that's when you're fun. researching, um, I had actually named this video, probably marry the house, date the rate. Cause that's, that's what the video was originally called. And then mm-hmm. I wasn't getting very many views on it. So I did some research on, I forget what I had, Goog- like, it's not even really Google, but it's like, if you mortgage interest rate, whatever, I looked up something and there were several, several different things that had come up. And so people Mm -hmm. had similar title. And so then I just updated my title and that did get an, an increase in views on this one.
0: Nice. Good job.
1: Thanks. This is really
0: good. I I love how it, it all comes together. So now I'm seeing how you keep people inside of the Heather sphere.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: This is, that could be the title of your newsletter, The Heather Sphere.
1: Oh, or my book. <laughs> oh,
0: there you go. That's good, too. I like that. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about texting, because you also mentioned that you text people, your sphere, your referrals, past clients, everyone. What does that look like?
1: Well, you know, that's just more like a personal touch. So, uh, you know, today I it came up with somebody that I was supposed to contact Rachel today as part of my past client follow-up Well, I had talked to Rachel last week, we were texting. So that, you know, the, if it doesn't happen in follow-up boss, it doesn't happen. It's not actually super accurate in my world because sometimes it does happen in real life on text message when you're just having a regular relationship with somebody, but Mm -hmm. you are still kept top of mind. And so then Rachel popped up today as somebody I should have a conversation with. And so you know being that i had this follow up boss at uh, webby to attend today i thought ooh i better get better with my workflow follow up here <laughs> everyone should be required to do one of these to to improve their own skills right
0: oh this is good heather i think i might start a whole new section on follow up boss it's called the fub webbies the, the fub, fub webbies,
1: webbies. yep <laughs> have fun with the fub webbies
0: That's so good. Sorry, Heather just had to add that. The web, I've never I've never heard anybody call it Webbies, and that's so good.
1: That's all you'll see from now on. Oh, I went on this webby the other day. We're having a webby next week. Come to so
0: good. So good. All right. So yeah, I agree with you. I think the text happens organically here and there. Mm -hmm. So you just have to you have to pay attention to who you're. Who you're supposed to follow up with today, because if you already have, then why are you doing it again? Then it's unauthentic. Do you also use social to communicate by messenger? Like whether it's Instagram messenger, Facebook messenger, what does that look like?
1: So I'm a primarily, I use Facebook primarily, which also makes me feel about as old as an AOL user that I I just want to say, I've moved on to outlook now.
0: <laughs> okay, you so, upgraded. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but <laughs> like I, for using Facebook, uh, that's my platform of choice, and it's the one I I gravitate toward naturally. So for the people that I am friends with, then yes, I engage with their stuff, and by engaging with them, whether it is through Messenger or commenting on their post, then they naturally show up more organically in my feed more often. But then I have some people that I do follow on Instagram and stay in touch with them there. I'm just not, I'm not like as active there. Like stories are really popular on Instagram and I rarely do them. So it's just, it's not my jam, but I'll follow other people and then message them like, oh my God, that looks like so much fun or a uh, past client the other day, she was using a freckle pen. Can you believe this? This is something people are doing now to add freckles to their face. And so I'm like, what is happening oh. here? And so she did, uh, she had some stories on that. Like, and so, like uh-huh.
0: the dots? Mm-hmm. Dot? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So it's a new trend that I learned about on IG. And I also got to have a, a fun conversation that was not real estate related with somebody who considers me their favorite realtor
0: always the best. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. All right. And then is there anything that we're missing? Then in communication, you've got cards. emails. Oh, cart. You said cards.
1: Yeah. So AM cards has a great integration with follow-up bosses. I'm sure, you know, and I love sending cards because that's probably one of the, the newsletter is probably the highest value thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Well, Then we also do equity updates when we do them. So that's on a, on a schedule for your 90 day follow-up. If you don't have anything else to say, send an equity update, which is really just your active pending and sold homes in the last 90 days with a short little email, like, Hey, check out what's going on in your neighborhood. It's like a micro thing and then cards. So if I am friends with them on Facebook and they have a birthday, I could send a birthday card, although I'm really bad about proactively doing that. And, uh, recently we had Halloween, so I sent some Halloween cards. So, uh, and the people were tagging me on Instagram. If you don't, if your realtor doesn't send you these cards with pictures of your kids, then you need a new realtor. And it was (laughs) so cute. And then I had some friends who, you know, they don't have little kids right now, but they dressed up for Halloween themselves. And he was, he was Chucky. And she was the bride of Chucky. And so they're huge football fans. So I sent them a card with a picture on it. And uh, I was like, oh, at first I thought this was John Gruden, you know, because I used to live in Tampa and he was the Bucs coach for a little while. So his nickname is Chucky. And she posted it on my Facebook wall and she just thought it was the most hilarious thing. And then he, her husband chimed in and he's like, that was so kind of you to send us. I mean, okay, if you want to... Give me the kind award for the day. That's awesome. But it was really no big deal. So people think it, they just love it.
0: That is so cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Do you ever do handwritten cards as well? Or do you just use AM cards right now?
1: I just use AM cards because it is simple. And it, if I mean, I have cards over here somewhere lost in the files and I could write it up, but my handwriting is so bad. The more I don't you know if you don't use it you lose it and so i have lost my handwriting i could be i could be a doctor right now that's how bad my handwriting is i
0: love that all right (laughs) this is a lot of good information i took notes uh and i think people enjoyed this because we had some great conversations in here and on the side as well so anything you want to tell us about the site that we first showcased here which was your marketing site, what do you offer for that for people listening in that want to dive in deeper there?
1: Yeah, so SavvyAgent.co is uh, the marketing membership that I have for real estate agents, and like I said at the beginning, my husband is an award-winning professional graphic designer. I probably left the, you know, descriptive terms out, award-winning. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> it is. And you know, it's not like he's a guy on Fiverr. He has actually worked at agencies. So it's really good design. And so we have um oh gosh, what do you get? You could get social media templates. There's a whole system on staying visible on social media and um, you know, training you how to use that in a way that works for you. Because you probably heard me say, I don't do stories. I mostly use Facebook. So you have to figure out what works for you. And then we can give you professionally designed tools to to go with that. On top of that, we have marketing templates. So you can um, download the ultimate guide to selling your house and customize it to your business. We have a course in there on teaching you how to use that lead magnet, how to get people to register for it, and then how to deliver that in a way that doesn't keep you awake at night. Uh, There's marketing templates, like you can have your own marketing presentation, listing service report, there's there's so much in there. But basically how to take your marketing to the next level and Mm -hmm. get your business designed in a way that brings all the leads in, but then helps you turn them into sales.
0: I love that. I put up your website on there, savvyagent.co. Yeah. And I put the about section so people can check you out there. Okay. And then cool. Any questions they have, how do people reach out to you, Heather? Cause you were, you were, by the way, you were great to talk to. I enjoyed oh, good.
1: it. Thank you. You were also great to talk to. I was a little nervous about talking to Tristan. Are you kidding me? Whew. I
0: You're feel welcome.
1: like I'm in the presence of a star. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how they can get, uh, get in touch with me at, uh, savvyagent.co. I have a podcast that they can listen to. Uh, yes. you know, if you just need more Heather time, you can email me, heather at savvyagent.co. You can get in the Heather sphere there. <laughs> heather.
0: <laughs> heather at savvyagent.co. Got it. Let me yeah. make sure I got that spelling right.
1: Oh, fab Webby. It's catching on.
0: (laughs) It's catching on already.
1: (laughs) Get more
0: Heather time. There we go. All right. Heather, thanks so much for being on. It was fun, and you're, you're so easy to talk to, and you bring information too. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Tristan. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Thanks.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe.
1: Bye.